0: Good morning, Christ Center. It's Thursday, November the 16th. We are still in week 10 of our journey through the book of John. As we begin this morning, let's take a moment of silent prayer and invite the Holy Spirit to join us.
1: Okay, hello, this is Declan Wicks, and I'm going to be reading from John 18, verse 1 through 14. When Jesus had spoken these words, he went out with his disciples across the brook Kidron, where there was a garden, which he and his disciples entered. Now Judas, who betrayed him, also knew this place, for Jesus often met there with his disciples. So Judas, having procured a band of soldiers and some officers from the chief priests and the Pharisees, went there with the lanterns and torches and weapons. Then Jesus, knowing all that would happen to him, came forward and said to them, Whom do you seek? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said to them, I am he. Judas, who betrayed him, was standing with them. When Jesus said to them, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. So he asked them again, Whom do you seek? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I told you that I am he. So if you seek me, let these men go. This was to fulfill the the word that he had spoken. Of those whom you gave me, I have lost not one. Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant and caught off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. So Jesus said to Peter, put your sword into his sheath. Shall I not drink the cup that the father has given me? So the band of soldiers and their captain and the officers of the Jews arrested Jesus and bound him. First they led him to Annas, for he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was the high priest that year. It was Caiaphas who had advised the Jews that it would be expedient that one man should die for the people.
0: Hi, this is Pastor Mark Wall. What struck me in this passage was the power of Jesus' acknowledgment of who he is, As the soldiers came to capture Jesus, he steps forward asking, whom do you seek? They answer him, Jesus of Nazareth. And Jesus says to them, I am he. When I read it, I want to make it sound like a servant dutifully waiting for unjust punishment filled with humble dignity. But as I continue reading, I'm struck by what John shares. They all fell back. What? I must've read that wrong. Suddenly, I need to change the picture in my head of what happened. I summon to mind Exodus three fourteen, where Moses is trying to convince God he's not worthy, and that he will be rejected by his people, and God replies, Say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent you. That somehow those two words, when spoken by the Creator, have tremendous power. That when God's identity is truly revealed, who we are created in the image of God must bow down. It's like a sacred reflex. I recall what happened to Saul also on the road to Damascus in Acts nine five. He's on the ground questioning who this divine authority is, and God replies, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Words that pierce and transform Saul's heart, radically changing the direction of his life. So I read it again. Whom do you seek? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. And Jesus says to them, I am he. And they all fall back. I don't think this is a brave heart moment, or like Gandalf saying, Thou shalt not pass. But that Jesus stood confident, humble, and simply spoke, I am he. That somehow, supernaturally, his I am carried the authority of creation. But why this sudden display of his authority? Why in this moment? And I think it's because it's the good shepherd laying down his life. He was still protecting his flock. When after the second exchange, Jesus states, I told you that I am he. So if you seek me, let these men go. It wasn't a request. It was a firm command. Hmm. I wonder what those soldiers pondered as they escorted Jesus back to the Pharisees. Probably anger because of their fear. Maybe in that moment, their adrenaline pumping, they didn't think much about it. But later when the job was done and the quiet set in, maybe they struggled to answer some questions for themselves. He brought all of us to the ground by saying, I am, and they let us haul him away. Why didn't he stop us? Why did he come along? I can't make sense of his power and his mission. I wonder how many of these soldiers were in the crowds at Pentecost, how many recognized they'd been a part of killing the Messiah, how many gave up their lives to Christ on that day, hung up their swords of steel and picked up the truth of the word. Let's pray. Lord, thank you that your word contains power, power to raise the dead, power to transform lives, power to change the way we look at the world and at each other. Help us, Lord, in walking in humility and confidence of who you say we are. May our simple words of encouragement and acts of generosity pierce through the confusion so that those that we encounter will know they have met with the great I am, Emmanuel, God with us. Amen.